You're listening to Catholic Chicago on WNDZ 750 AM. Every Monday through Friday from 8 AM to 9 AM, the Archdiocese of Chicago presents programming about the people, events, and issues that touch our lives. Thanks for letting us be part of your morning. Now again, Catholic Chicago. Bridget Murphy. Happy Easter, Bridget. Happy Easter to you. Didn't it just feel, I mean, Easter's obviously always special. It's the resurrection of Jesus. There's nothing more special than that, but didn't this one feel even better? It felt great. It felt amazing. We're coming out of this pandemic. The weather was beautiful here. You were in D.C., but it was lovely, and I think you know, guys, we just have a couple more months. Let's keep it going. Masks, social distancing, get your shots. We we're, got this. We're here for it. And as my niece said Easter morning when I woke her up, Jesus Christ is risen today. Oh. <laughs> it's true. Let's do it. Let's do it. So today, um, I, I all of our shows are eye-opening. All of our shows for our listeners and for our viewers of The Voice of Charity, I think, help shine spotlights on difficult um, situations, but also give give hope mm-hmm. for what we can learn and what we can do. And so this Friday, April 9th, from 9 to 10 a.m., Catholic Charities is working with Governor State University to broadcast a super important virtual conversation on the subject of human trafficking. The event is called Human Trafficking, the Pandemic No One is Talking About. And in preparing for today's show, we have learned some very sobering facts about how pervasive human trafficking is in the Chicago area. And so we hope all of our listeners and viewers will share the information presented today with everyone you know. Joining us is Nancy Mott, a member of Catholic Charities Parish Outreach Committee for the Southwest region in Blue Island. Nancy has been working in the fight against human trafficking in Chicago for almost 10 years. She started as a concerned parishioner at Sacred Heart Parish in Palos Hills. Her passion for helping women and girls victimized by domestic abuse led her to complete a 40-hour domestic training course at the Crisis Center for South Suburbia, where she was astounded to learn the wide, how widespread domestic violence is and how it can lead to teens and children being forced into human trafficking. And Nancy is a force. She started a domestic violence outreach ministry in her parish and developed a series of innovative ways for her parish and other parishes to increase awareness of domestic violence and human trafficking um, throughout the year. Nancy met with the mayor of Palos Hills, who was very, very supportive of Nancy's efforts to raise awareness of these issues 
on a community-wide, broad-ranging basis. And so over time, Nancy's tireless efforts caught the attention of Cook County government leaders. And in 2020, Nancy was awarded with the Unsung Heroine Award for the 17th District as presented by the Cook County Commission on Women's Issues. Nancy is a certified Illinois domestic violence professional, and she is one of the organizers of the Human Trafficking Awareness Broadcast, which will be this Friday. We're so honored to have her with us today on The Voice of Charity. Welcome, Nancy. Thank you, uh, and I'm honored to be here. We are honored to have you, and I think, you know, one of the things that I think is interesting about human trafficking is that I think we often don't understand what the definition of as and what forms it takes. I think we think of it as something really far away yeah. um, and something that maybe we've seen on movies or um, crime shows, but not really understanding what is it. So can you share with our listeners a little bit about what it is? Sure. Human trafficking is a modern-day form of slavery. It involves controlling a person through force, fraud, coercion to exploit the victim for forced labor, sexual exploitation, or both. According to the U.S. Department of Human Justice, human trafficking is the second largest growing criminal industry in the country, and 30% of human trafficking victims are children. Chicago is identified as a national hub for for human trafficking. It's also a $32 billion a year industry. Um. Nancy, tell us, like, why Chicago? Why? I mean, I know we're a big city, but what what are other elements of why Chicago is a hub? Uh, Chicago is considered a hub because it's access to the airports, the main interstates, and the city's major events and attraction makes Chicago a tourist destination where demand is high, enabling the traffic, traffickers to exploit vulnerable women and children. And uh, that's... Um, uh, 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 oh, <laughs> that's uh, an estimation of 16,000 to 25,000 women and children are victims in Chicago every year. Wow. I'm, I, I just think that that, um, that number is astounding to me, and it's, it is really staggering to think and, about. And it's really, uh, I, through this, it's so, uh, we have to educate our communities because people are not aware that it's going on in their own neighborhood it's going on in, in the high schools. It's going on in the shopping centers. And th- that's why we really, this, this presentation we're having, we really need to educate the community that it, it's, it's, it's all, all around us. It's not overseas. It's not, it's here. Yeah, and I think that that's truly when I when I mentioned you know like things you see on TV, you'll often mm-hmm. see that as something more globally connected than necessarily locally. Is right. is that rise in human trafficking globally related to migrants who are fleeing war, poverty, climate disasters, and and what are other causes here locally for? Okay, online games. Gaming has become a perfect place for traffickers to groom possible victims. 1.2 billion people play video games across the globe. Also, social media. Um, social media, Internet platforms have been used by traffickers to recruit victims and to control them through restricting their social media access, impersonating the victim or spreading lies and rumors. And throughout the world, 4.3 billion people use social media. So that's a big, <laughs> big range. So, Nancy, it, I mean, I'm trying to, like, can you, can you walk us through, I, I'm sure every case is different, but 
let's say I'm a, I'm a 16 year old and I meet someone online while I'm gaming and I, I could be a happy kid. I could be a lonely kid. Um, but I'm intrigued by this relationship and maybe I wind up meeting this person and then, and then all of a sudden, either by coercion or force, I'm in a situation where I'm no longer in control. Is that that's right? A, it, that's exactly right. And there's a lot of times where there's, there was a movie that we screened where there was um, pictures taken and they were shared through the media and these girls were devastated. So the, the, these these. As they groom them, that's right. They're telling a lot of these kids they're by themselves. They're, um, of course, with the children being on lockdown now. There's more and more of this, but you know they think it's it's somebody who's befriending them when it isn't. It's just actually grooming them to do terrible things to these kids. Got it. And what's we we don't have a lot of time. We'll probably do part two of this after the break. But what's the relationship with domestic violence? What's the connection there? Okay. Power and control exist in domestic violence and trafficking. Victims are subject to physical, sexual, emotional, psychological, and economic abuse as well as isolation. So the the, the dynamics are pretty much the same between sex trafficking, labor trafficking, domestic violence. It's all power and control. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fascinating. And, and we've had, you know, on this show, we've had our workers speaking of domestic violence and, and that idea that how you can step into someone's life and really kind of can sort of set up ways that we systematically destroy someone's um, freedom and, and movement. Right. Um, and we um, are going to take a quick break here on The Voice of Charity. But when we come back, we're going to talk further about how, Nancy, how you got involved in these issues. Sure. adults make all the difference in the lives of adolescents. Catholic Charities understands this and our mentorship program provides a free opportunity for youth living in Lake County to spend time, virtually, with volunteers who genuinely care about them. This program is ideal for youths age 9 to 12 who may need support navigating the challenges of childhood and early adolescence. Our amazing volunteers serve as friends and role models who help youth recognize their strengths and empower them to reach their full potential. Catholic Charities conducts a thorough background check on every volunteer, and our program coordinator closely monitors and supports each relationship. Mentoring is a fun after-school program that is totally different from remote learning. Virtual group sessions help youth enjoy fun activities with their peers, too. We're connecting youth with great role models. Join us today. To learn more, call 312-937-3375. That's 312 312- Nine three seven three three seven five. You What you find there is not serene, detached reflection Hello. on abstract. Hello, I'm Cardinal Blaisupich. 
I got what my COVID-19 vaccination. Good morning and welcome back to the Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum and Bridget Murphy. And we are here today talking with Nancy Mott, who is one of our Southwest Regional Parish Outreach Committee members and helping lead the charge uh, for an event that we are co-hosting with Governor State University this Friday, April 9th at 9 a.m. called Human Trafficking, the Pandemic No One is Talking About. Nancy, how did you get involved in these issues? This this is a very specific space to be passionate about, and we're grateful that there are folks who are passionate about this. But how did you get involved? Well, after I took the training at the Crisis Center for South Suburbia, um, uh, I went to speak to our pastor, and we had uh, uh, Father Dom come out and speak. Of course, he's with the uh, Archdiocese. He's the director of um uh, domestic violence outreach, and we had him come out, and then we started our ministry. And also, I volunteered uh, with pa- the other efforts to assist homeless people because homeless people and, or homeless women and uh, uh, trafficking. That we we found that a lot of these women that are in domestic violence shelters end up being trafficked because the traffickers, of course, are in the shelters. So um, also with pregnancy assistance, food pantry assistance. So we, we got to, to realize that um, how interrelated domestic violence, human trafficking, sexual assault, it's all, it's all related. It's all under one umbrella. You can't say one without the other. Yeah, I think that's an important thing that, that you are highlighting is that, and it, it's true of all the work Catholic Charities does, but so many things are interconnected, right? You know, you, you, yeah. you can't, um, when we're working with some with a person and a family, you can't you're not just identifying and addressing one issue. They're all like pieces of a puzzle. And um, it makes a, it makes a lot of sense that, that homelessness, you're more vulnerable, uh, pregnant and, and young mothers needing food, needing assistance like that. That all kind of is a perfect storm for someone who's looking to, to take advantage um, yes. of a situation. How did you start working with Catholic Charities? Um, so you, you're doing this work with par- your parish. You're very involved. You mentioned your work with Father Chuck Dumb, um, who we've had on this show to talk about domestic violence awareness. And our team at, at Catholic Charities works super closely with him. But how did you come into the Catholic Charities family? Oh, okay. Um, in early 2000, 2018, uh, the regional director of uh, South uh, Catholic Charities in Blue Island contacted me about opportunities in which Catholic Charities might provide better support for victims of human trafficking. He suggested a gathering of professionals working toward an um, an end to domestic violence and human trafficking, which we put together, different organizations. The meeting was held. Um, We had police officers, different, uh, a few, Sister Peggy Quinn was there. And that was my commitment to start working with Catholic Charities, and it grew from there. And most recently, I've been working with Carol Peterson to plan the April 9th event. Yeah, tell us about that event. Um, Nancy, who's going to be there? What can people expect to learn? Okay, our speakers are going to be um, from Naomi's house, Amanda Bagnell, uh, Ann Polinchek from New Name, Rahab's daughter, uh, Shalimar Wayamara, Refuge for Women from Chicago, Karen Schultz, Sayla Freedom, Carrot Thompson, and then Chicago Catholic Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Chicago, Hilda, will be there, Bahina. And then our moderator, David Deeds, 
is an educated director at uh, Radio uh, Epicy Education Foundation, where they have cl online classes that teaches people to realize the pro uh, problem of trafficking in their neighborhood, recognize the signs of people being trafficked, be aware of different types of grooming, share awareness uh, about accurate knowledge, and become game changers to make different impacts in their community. And um, the the discussion highlights the work these companies are doing, these various organizations are doing with human trafficking, and um, and, and engaged that uh, also includes Catholic Charities Legal Assistance Team. So they're all um, people in the um, that in trafficking agencies. Got it. And then since you mentioned. Um Part of the panel will be talking about signs of um, trafficking. Can you share a couple of those with us? Sure. Um, many of the signs are they're controlled by another person. They don't have any earnings. Um, they're, a lot of them are fearful, depressed. Uh, their substance abuse, their lack of trust, um, feelings of being trapped, uh, their bad health and mal malnutrition. Those are just some of the signs, but there's others that... Um, people um, can uh, recognize uh, they're deceived by a false job offer. Oh, come here, and then once you come here, it's not what it was. So there's 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 many many signs out there that, that like like I said, we 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 really need to educate people to recognize them because the, the the in in the um, shopping centers they they send in these minions to go in and they'll approach a girl and they'll say, oh look, you have beautiful pants on. And if she looks at them, it's like, oh, you know, thanks, and walks away. They know they don't have her. But if they say you have beautiful pants on and the girl goes, oh, thanks a lot, and they start a, a, a conversation and then it's, then she's grabbed. So so much that is out there that people would not even know that it's actually human trafficking. Sure. And then it's it's not only recognizing the signs, but then it's, you know, we're we're loath sometimes to insert ourselves into other people's interactions and relationships, and um, the idea of even being able to say to someone, "Are you okay?" Um, right. And and you you can't say that while they're in front of someone you might think might be controlling them. Oh, correct. So and they're in, they're in the high schools too. They'll they'll befriend somebody there and. And it's the same thing. It's like, then they got them. You know, I think the thing that you highlighted that was so important is that is that need for education. And so I think this is a good moment to let our listeners know where to go. Yeah. Um, so if you are interested in signing up for this, um, it's a virtual conversation. And so this is going to be an, a great thing for you to turn on and listen to it um, in the morning on Friday, uh, April 9th from 9 to 10. And so you can visit catholiccharities.net slash events slash lectures. That's catholiccharities.net slash events slash lectures. And I think that will be a really good opportunity for all of us to tune in and, and listen to these experts. I mean, the folks that you were describing are are top of their game. They're, they yes, are, the, they are the people that we need to be listening to and learning from so that we can help identify um, concerns or warning signs or, as Bridget mentioned, kind of how to step in to um, a situation and, and help um, help make some change. So we're going to take another quick break here on the Voice of Charity. Oh, I just want to make one 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 correction. Okay, it's it's Chicago Catholic, the newspaper. 
is where the events page is. You have to go to Chicago Catholic. And it's also on our website at Catholic oh, Charities. it is. Okay, yep. all right. I, I wasn't aware of that. Yep. I, okay. So it's catholiccharities.net slash events slash lectures. And we'll be back um, in a few minutes here on The Voice of Charity. are often the unsung heroes in a family. Right now, many mothers are also the disproportionate victims of the COVID-19 pandemic. They've experienced higher rates of infection and more job losses. They've had to navigate their children learning remotely while caring for older relatives and struggling to put food on the table. What better way to honor the mothers in our lives, those living and deceased, than with a contribution in your mother's name to Catholic Charities 2021 Mother's Day Appeal? Our mothers were the first to teach us about compassion and community. They were the first to show us what love and caring for someone else is all about. Help us help local moms and children who are struggling this year. Please give generously at catholiccharities.net. We invite you to watch Catholic Chicago this weekend, featuring a conversation with Cardinal Blaise Supich and video highlights from across the archdiocese. Here's host Todd Williamson. The effort to get vaccinated, why the church is helping to spread the word. We'll go inside the classroom as a national study shows how Chicago's Catholic schools are keeping students on track during the pandemic. And too many people are going hungry. We'll visit a food pantry where Catholics are working to meet that need. Watch Catholic Chicago Friday at 7 p.m. on Chicago Loop Cable, Channel 25, and Sunday afternoon at 3 on the Comcast Network, Channel 100. Good morning and welcome back to The Voice of Charity. This is Marie Jokum. And I'm Bridget Murphy. And I forgot my name <laughs> here on Easter Tuesday. Um, you know, we're, we're speaking with Nancy Mott uh, today about an event that we have, co- that we're co-hosting, Catholic Charities was co-hosting with Governor State University to broadcast an important conversation on the subject of human trafficking. The event is human trafficking, the pandemic no one is talking about. And as I like to remind our listeners, you can listen to us slash watch us in a couple of ways. So the first is the good old radio, WNDZ, 750 AM. Uh, And you can listen to us every morning at 830 AM. But also you can find us uh, on YouTube at Catholic Chicago, Chicago Catholic, Catholic Chicago, 
um, and on the Archdiocese of Chicago's Facebook page. I really encourage you to go and watch us there. You can share it from there if you're interested in this conversation. I know they have up the details of how you can sign up um, for this great show, this great um, event on Friday at Catholic Charities slash events slash lectures. You know, Nancy, today as I was driving in, I passed a church that has a lot of blue ribbons up, and it reminded me that April is Child Abuse Prevention Month and Sexual Assault Awareness Month. And I, I know that in your work at the parish level, you've done a lot of different events to sort of highlight some of these these important um, awareness months, really, for some of the things that are going on in our world. And as you mentioned, they're so interconnected with trafficking. So could you share with us a little bit about what your parish has done and what your team has helped coordinate? Sure. Well, October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. So um, we had our first silent witness exhibit, which is a survivor speak out. And this is an actual, um, it's a life-size uh, laminate silhouette, which represents a person that was, uh, whose life was lost to uh, domestic violence. And we had uh, attendees from here, the, the attendees heard from survivors who told their stories. Then our first one, we had family members of the victims tell their stories. So I reached out to them, and I thought this, this would be a perfect way. And a lot of these people that have lost a, a person have turned around and done good things for their community. So it was like really to see that, you know, at your darkest hour, you, you turn around and help someone else. Mm-hmm. And um, so that, that was our silent witness exhibit. It's, it was started in 1990, and it's in all 50 states now in 23 countries, as, of course, many women die of domestic violence and men in the years uh, during the year. And then we also had uh, uh, a screening of Audrey and Daisy that was about uh, online harassment and the culture of sexual violence in high school. It was a real life of two girls in high school who were assaulted by boys that knew they, but knew them, and they were devastated by the shaming and harassment that they posted on social media after this happened. We also did a filming of Grit Shock uh, by Vanessa McNeil. That was about sex trafficking in Ohio. We had an organization called Bikers Against Child Abuse that gave us, uh, uh, that was in April, um, with a, uh, a presentation about uh, the intent to create a safer environment for abused children. So we've had, we had Inc. Uh, 180. It was about Chris uh, Baker, who was a tattoo artist who removes uh, tattoos or reconfigures people that have been trafficked because every a uh, person that's traffic is branded. I didn't with, know uh, that. Yeah, some of them have barcodes, some of them have tattoos, so, it, so he reconfigures them or, her, or, or removes them. We had a, in February a Teen Dating Violence Awareness Month. In April, also, we had a person come and speak about her uh, issues. She was abused as a child. And we were very, very fortunate that, that all the events that we were able to have, our, our parish has always been very supportive. Of, of, of our bringing awareness out to the community, and we were all very grateful that um, uh, we were able to do that. January's traf- hum, uh, Human Trafficking Awareness Month. Um, our first actual presentation when we started in the ministry was a, a panel presentation of six FBI agents about human trafficking, and that's going back six years ago. We had Chicago Says No More uh, come and speak uh, at our parish uh, in January. 
So as the months went through, we, we did a presentation for each month that it re represented. July 30th is World, tra trafficking, World Human Trafficking Awareness Day. We had Pastor Holiday come and give a presentation. She was a victim of, tra of human trafficking here in Chicago. So people were uh, amazed that, wow, you know, it, it does go on here. We had, In January, too, we had Tom Dark came and gave a presentation. And it, it's just amazing that to see that people – are, are are so so um, unbelievable that you know it's going on here. At our first one, this this man got up and said, after the the, the we had the presentation with the FBI agents, and they go, "What are you doing here? It's not going on any. It's not going on here." And they said, "It's going on at the high school right next door to us." And everybody's oh, like, "Yeah." So it, it was really an eye opener. Yeah, I think that's part of why, um, you know given the populations that Catholic Charities serves, you know, we're bound to have people in that situation um, either in it actively or who have escaped mm -hmm. it, who are now trying to, you know, put their lives back together, whether exactly. that's the homeless population or certainly needing counseling and therapy. Um, one of the things I'm so struck by is um, Nancy you know, you started learning about this issue, you had more questions, you talked to people. I mean, in the category of one person making a difference or one person, again, you know, Marie said this issue can seem so far away. And it isn't. It's at the high school. Yeah. And you really educated yourself and then educated others. And we appreciate your taking the time this morning to educate us. And we wish you great success with the event on Friday. Thank you so much for joining our Voice of Charity today. For more information on this event, visit www.catholiccharities.net slash events slash lectures. For now, this is Marie Jokum. And Bridget Murphy. Wishing you a safe, healthy, and happy week from everyone at Catholic Charities. Join us every Monday through Friday at this time for Catholic Chicago. You can stream our programs live or listen to past programs by visiting our website, archchicago.org, and clicking on Radio TV. And please connect with Catholic Chicago on social media.